Our pal Steve Sharippa has a new book, The Definitive Oral History of the Sopranos. Woke up this morning and he joins us now to talk Sopranos. What's up, Steve? Hey, Bobby. Hey, what's happening? How are you? How's everybody? Good, good. You know, I was just reading you and Michael, who co-authored the book, woke woke up this morning. You're killing it with the book. And this podcast is off the hook. Yeah, yeah. We started the podcast at the beginning of uh, COVID. We were supposed to do it, and then COVID hit, and we kind of put it on hold. And because we said, "Who cares? Who gives a crap about a TV show? The world is coming to an end." And then we started hearing from fans. You know, uh, you know, we're pinching it. We need it. We go. We're in the house twenty three hours a day, right. as we were. So we found Zoom and we started the podcast, and uh, it's coming down to the end. We're down to uh, it ends on December twentieth. Uh, you know, we've. Uh, and from that came this book, and we've talked to 67, you know, of the actors, the writers, the directors, uh, the the, uh, the the creator himself, David Chase. So this is this is the podcast plus, you know, about 40 percent, and it gives you a lot of behind the scenes stories and things that you never knew before. You know, Steve, I watched, I went to uh, Many Saints in Newark, but what I wanted to do, and I'm actually, it's great that you're on because I'm on uh, the last episode of season four. I started watching the show again. And I really think, in my opinion, is you have to watch at least a season and a half of The Sopranos before you see Many Saints of Newark. Because if you don't watch the show, it's out of your head. It's been gone 10 years. If you watch your show and watch that movie, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta you gotta watch the show. I mean I forgot. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it since it was on. I forgot everything, you know. But uh, you know, new people. That's the thing with, the, with this show. There's more people watching it now than watched it when the first time around because of streaming all over the world. People are watching this, and younger people in their teens and their twenties, college kids. Now, for for Halloween, this past Halloween, they go as the characters. It has exploded again. Uh, Instagram sites, websites, you know, all right. kinds of, about the fashion, uh, about all things Soprano. It's really something that the show ended in 2007, and here we are, you know, 14 years later, still talking about it. Yeah, and you're going to wrap up the podcast you mentioned in December, because I was going to ask... There's only much like any pop culture phenom, the Beatles, Elvis. There's, it's the same stories. Eventually, you run out, and even if you broke down episode by episode, season by, there had to be an end site, you know, in at some point, and you're wrapping it all up on December the 20th, you said? I want to write that down. Yeah, December 20th is the last one. I mean, people are saying keep it going because we talk more. We talk about other stuff also. You know, oh, okay. We just talk about, you know, you know, it's the show, and we go down scene by scene. We have a guest, and then scene by scene. And, uh, you know, uh, we also talk about our favorite restaurants. We talk about the acting business, books, music. You know, uh, it's 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 a little bit of everything, uh, you know. And the the biggest part is, you know, each person's journey, how they got on the show, how they got associated with the show, their experience on the show. Hey. You know, it was a special time for everybody involved in the show, and everyone will tell you, you know. And you can get the book right now, Woke Up This Morning, uh, Sopranos, the uh, definitive oral history of it. Would you say for your character, 
and I, I was kind of paying attention when I was rewatching it. The breakout for you where you kind of get – because you were in it, I think, season two, and you were with Junior and his driver. But to me, just watching it, and you could tell me I'm a stupid idiot, when the episode <laughs> where the Russian was lost in the woods and Polly and Christopher were lost, I thought that for you was the defining moment for your character in the show because you had a one-on-one with Tony, and you were away from Junior, and then you got to break away a little bit from Junior and be, become an established character. Yeah, I think that was right around there, right around uh, season three there. Yeah, there was that. There was the Quasimodo moment, you know, uh, was another one. But, you know, with Tony, you know, Tony didn't like Bobby. Yeah, he did. The first time you see him, he threatens, uh, you know, he threatens Bobby's life. He said, you know, come out of your mouse hole and, you know, we're going to find you in eight different dumpsters. Uh, But I think because he helped he came out, got out in the middle of the night, and he helped Tony find these guys in the woods. I think Tony looked at him a little differently. Yeah, that was a big moment for the character, for sure. And then when, when, when season four comes about, they give you a wife. You had a wife, but she wasn't on screen. Did you know when they gave you a wife, and Bobby was over overachieving there, they gave you a wife that did you know she was going to die right away, or was it, hey, I'm getting a family now? No, I did not know. Uh, I didn't know anything. They don't tell you anything. But also, that poor girl, Christine Petty, who, who's a terrific actress, she, and we talk about it in the book, unfortunately, she was one of the few people that never got the call. So she came to the read-through, and someone took her to the side and said, you're going to die in this episode. She only did two or three, so it kind of was sad. You know, it, you know, she's going, hey, I got this recurring role on this great show, and then she finds out that, you know, it's going to be, you know, laying in the coffin. You know, <laughs> I can't, can't wait to get the book, and it's out now. Woke up this morning, The History of the Sopranos. Hey, the only, and I, I don't know if you get this from fans or not, and we've had Michael Imperioli on the show a lot, but, you know, if you watch the show, he was the heir apparent, went to rehab, but he was always Tony's heir, the guy. And then when Tony killed him in the last season, I thought to myself as a viewer, Boy, man, it might have jumped the shark a little bit because this was Tony's guy. I mean, did you? I mean, you look at it probably different than people watching it, right? Well, he did. I don't think it jumped the shark at all. I mean, Michael had was, problems. Tony's guy. He was Tony's guy, but he was a fly in the ointment. He was a problem. I mean, you know, listen, he was a flat-out junkie. Yeah. He couldn't stay straight. If the cops grab him, he's going to roll over eventually. And there's a lot to roll over about. So I, I think Tony was kind of backed in the corner here. Uh, I'm surprised he lasted that long. <laughs> yeah, he's even said he that. was messed up. Yeah, toward he the was. End. He yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's season three. I think they started showing his heroin use before yeah. he was just kind yeah, of dumb. You know, once he got there, yeah, he wasn't the brightest guy. Yeah. Uh, but once he got there, and then the whole thing with Adriana, I mean, I think he had no choice but to go. She I, was hot. He gave him a lot of leeway, I think, you know. Yeah. yeah, and then as an actor, how's everything going on Blue Bloods for you? It's great. Yeah. Great show. Got to work tomorrow. We're in our 12th season. Uh, it's my seventh season. We won the ratings, I think, the first five Fridays in a row. Yeah, well, that is good. We're up to season. Uh, what are we up to? Uh, episode eleven. We're shooting. We're shooting twenty this season. It's going great. Yeah, tell, I'm to work tomorrow morning. Tell Tom Selleck to do another one of those Jesse Stone movies. He was great in that. Yeah, maybe he's got one going. Yeah. You know what? 
I'll be honest, I haven't seen Tom Selleck since Magnum before COVID. <laughs> oh, really? You yeah. Know, you know, I don't work with him. You know, you kind of just, especially now with COVID, they got you separated. So you're not around. I used to run into him at least on the set, but now you don't. I haven't seen Tom at all. He's a good guy. I've not seen him. And, you know, I work with, you know, Donnie Wahlberg, and I work with uh, Bridget Moynihan, and I work with uh, Will Estes and Vanessa Ray. You know, you, you know, you kind of work with who you work with. You know. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you because this is kind of timely. David Chase came out last week, the creator, and said, "Hey, I had a scene set up. I was driving by a restaurant, and there's there's where Tony was going to get whacked. So now people think, well, Tony." Tony definitely got whacked at the end of the show. I mean, are you buying that? Yeah, I just, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm not it. sure, man. I always thought that he was uh, alive. I always thought Tony Soprano was alive and well. David is coming on the finale of the podcast, and I am flat out going to ask him. Nice. That's it. I'm no more waffling. No more being around <laughs> the bush. He may not answer, but I am going to ask the question. Hey, I know because we just had Stephen Van Zandt on, and he hinted there's going to be more uh, movies kind of like The Saints in Newark, and they're going to continue to tell the story from what he heard of. He didn't know for sure, but he thinks that way. Would there ever be a post-Sopranos with AJ taking over the family? You know, I don't listen. Anything's possible, but Robert Isla uh, hasn't acted at all. Oh, he really? Okay. Keep up acting. Yeah, you know, we have, we've had him on the podcast twice. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. I guess anything's possible, uh, you know. I always thought Janice would take over the family. <laughs> she was, she was a great Janice manipulator. Was one of the most, she was one of the most ruthless, heartless characters on the show. Yeah, she, yes, she, she was. She yes. was after Bobby. Right, right. I mean, when your wife died, your character wife died, she was on you, man. She was scoping, like, had binoculars, yeah, yeah. and oh, oh yeah. yeah, she was fantastic. Well, Steve, good luck with yeah. the book. Woke up this morning, uh, co-written with Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos. It's the definitive oral history. Hey, thank you, Steve Schripper. We do appreciate it, and we look forward to doing it again. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks for talking to me.